I'm really looking forward to sitting down with you and finding out more about what you do here. Anytime. Yeah. What do you do here? I am Fidel Emmanuel. Welcome to the Fidel Emmanuel Podcast. about stuff that's nobody's business. What do I do? Really, what do I do here? I, mean, I should have written it down. I am DJ Fidel Emanuel. Welcome to the Fidel Emanuel podcast. Yes, we are back. Um, and I'm really happy. Um, nice to see everybody. Nice to hear everybody. I know you can't see me, um, but it's nice to hear me, right? Um, I'm here with special guest what's your name sir uh welcome to i am javon tory the blackest man you will ever meet the blackest man you'll ever meet uh ask him about the lightning that struck him yesterday um i think that happened already go ahead tell that story i, I was trying to be a good husband mm-hmm. and i was trying to you know fix some uh uh socket in my house uh, a light in my in my closet and i thought i had properly turned off all the power to the room but I did not. And so because of that, um, I got a little shock. It was just a little shock. It won't like it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing major. Not a lightning bolt, just a little static. A little oh, static clean. a little static shot. Little you static. are the blackest man. Yeah. You are the blackest man in America, you say. Lies. I got to get my superpower somehow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's the way you do it. I, I Go do it again. Go do it again. <laughs> go do it again. I support hey, you. It worked, for the, it worked for the Flash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And and ironically, today was the last production of the show, the last day of the production of nine seasons. Ooh. They got a good check for nine for for five seasons. They got a good check. That but man ain't got to do no work ever again. Living life, he ain't got to do another show. And Grant Gustin uh, is great, and so he's just gonna be eating because you know they're gonna be playing the Flash. But his, oh, his, you know what? Marvel Rerun. should get him. Marvel should get him. And Grant, but what, he, what would he be? Cyclops, no, he ain't yes, got it. He, ain't got he ain't got it. it. We watched him for it. four seasons. What do you mean he ain't got it? He's he's Flash a great Flash. A very, Flash is a very different character than Cyclops. I'm talking about the actor, and I understand him. I don't think I, the I would need to see him portray that role as Cyclops. <laughs> I don't. If he played a really dedicated Flash. Uh, dedicated with Barry Allen. He was really good. He was funny. He was simple. He also was a leader as in like his demeanor was becoming. It wasn't like he was just all giddy, giddy, fun, fun. Cyclops is not all giddy, giddy, fun, fun. He's, He's not giddy, giddy, fun, fun at all. And Grant Gustin can do it. I think with the Flash, Flash he has some acting chops. I, I, I think he can, I think there's room for him in the Marvel Universe. I think we see him being there. I just don't know. I just gotta see where he would put it. Now, if they say, "Hey, we want to make him," I gotta do. Let me think. Of it. But I, you think about it. You think. I think he'd be a great side, and that's the first, of course, white man I think of. I think you know what? I think he'll be a better like um, a nightcrawler. I can see him being a good nightcrawler. I can't see him being a nightcrawler because nightcrawler. There's a certain. 
even how Kurt Wagner is, like he's not normal. He's nice at times, but he's really he's can be vicious at times. He's very uh quirky at times, but he's kind of a dark, depressing character a lot of times. The Flash was depressing for eight seasons. I don't know. I don't think no, the scenarios going, that they made I'm him going, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna disappear. The scenarios that they made Grant Gustin shoot in, yes. Hey, Grant, every, you're running again. Season. You're I'm running again. Die. Get I'm on this green screen. That's depressed. <laughs> hey, you're going to get new people. Hey, Reverse Flash is back, okay? He's back, and he's going to try to kill Iris. Like, that's depressing. But I think for Nightcrawler, I, he, I think, uh, what's my boy name? Uh, <laughs> he was... He was his friend on Flash. He was like the computer guy, but he got when uh, Barry went back and messed up the timeline. Oh, you're um, talking about uh, uh, Cisco. Cisco could be a great Nightcrawler. Now, Cisco could be Nightcrawler. No. Yeah. He's when he, did you see when he got depressed? When the Flash <laughs> changed his whole life? That was really he good. Gable. You killed my brother. Like... That was great. It was great to me. I loved it. I loved it. I had a good time with Cisco so yeah we're back we got a full pod we'll see what we get to we see uh what we don't get to we do have one person that's maybe joining us uh mr tom washington we'll see if he uh pops in or out um first let's just check in um how are you how's your life how's your week um any news you want to share to the people because it's been a while um this week has been really pretty good uh school i finally feel like i i got it like mm-hmm, but when mm-hmm. i'm going i'm back in school now at federal state oh yeah Bronco and Pride. for the first couple like month and a half i was like this i am dying between yeah. like going to work going to school going to work i just feel like i could not catch up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially like with the assignments i'm like okay i understand i got assignments to do and it's like every day i was doing homework and i still was like right there at the deadline, turn stuff in yeah. every day. So it just felt like I was never, couldn't breathe almost. Yeah. So like literally I, at one point I was like, I'm, I'm going to drop this class. So I got to drop, I got to, <laughs> like I, I really felt like I might have to drop a class or I'm going to have to talk to my advisor because like, I'm, I'm not getting it. It was just not, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not working. Yeah. But finally, I finally was able to get a pace and it literally took like me step, stepping a step back and be like, hey, I have a system. I have yeah. a whole community and like to help me out. So I, I let my wife help me out. I let my mm-hmm. sister-in-law help me out. And so that kind of was like, hey, I don't have to do all of this by myself Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So yeah, so that that definitely. So like now I feel like now I got a good little rhythm of it. Like, okay, okay, this day, this is homework day. I'm busting yeah. homework out all day this day. That way, all right, next day I got some day I can free, but I understand like, okay, the day after that, let's get back to, even if I'm only doing like, Okay, I do an hour. For this hour, I do a little bit here. Yeah. And chop it down like that. Cause I still gotta be a father. Still gotta, yes. you know, go to work. Still gotta do all that stuff. Yes. That's it true. was very because it was very funny. Like my wife, she got mad at me for doing homework. Mm-hmm. But it was like she was mad, but she couldn't be mad. Cause I was like, I'm doing something productive. Mm-hmm. But she was just like, cause I was doing homework and she was like, I was like, what's wrong with you? You kind of sassy over there. And she was like, well, I didn't know you were going to be doing that all day. And I was like, <laughs> like okay, that neck and it's work. It's work. Ma'am, ma'am so, lover. So I was like, 
But so I was like, but in her honesty, for her, it's like, hey, you already working all week. Yeah. You in class. The weekend is our time. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, this time is supposed to be our time. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting even less of that time. Yeah. So you just got to really, it's a balance. So. And, and it's commitment too. It's a commitment and sacrifice. And I, even throughout all this, your academic journey, there are going to be a number of sacrifices. But I, I, I will say this, you're doing awesome. You're doing great. You be going to that schoolhouse. Uh, you be doing your working. I've seen him in action, guys. He's working diligently at the kitchen table with all the lights on, um, working hard on his homework. It's amazing. So, hey, congrats to you. Congrats and to and you. And right son. now, I got uh, two A's and a B. Ooh, A, B on a roll. I like that. If I can get his B up to an A, baby. Oh, we getting a up. pizza party. Pizza party. <laughs> you get it. On like me. Old school. Yeah, old school on me. I get some Tostinos, and we'll put them in the oven. Well, those are pizza nah, rolls. Pizza, baby. You gotta go to CC's Pizza. No, I'm not going to. Why you like CC's Pizza? It's not good. I'm just saying that's the school celebration. No, you don't go to no, you better get Papa you get John's like everybody else. I don't want <laughs> Domino's, Dor- you uh, want... <laughs> What is it? Uh, you don't want buffet style deliveries. DiGiorno. No, I don't want buffets. I do want the cinnamon <laughs> sticks. I do want that. I'll take those. <laughs> Get a DiGiorno. You that's know, you, you, kid, you love that daggone pizza. See, I don't want to see, I don't want to talk. I because you're gonna get me on my soapbox about CCs and I don't want to do it. I don't want to do okay. it. Um, I've been blessed and highly favored. Um, couple updates. I'm not going to get into the whole long story. Story, I am back in the Ville. I leave from Tallahassee, close out my party. Yeah, yeah, it's. I, and I'll say this, it's been very healthy for me to be back in a loving environment. Not saying Tallahassee wasn't loving, but I was really far away from everybody. And, and just we so, didn't know them niggas. Exactly. Exactly. Like y'all not family. I love, I love the family, but it's not necessarily friends and not necessarily family. And I really, it just it really accessibility too. like being in Tallahassee for two years, like if I wanted to go somewhere close to like Destin or Jacksonville or these other places, those are like two, three hours. I'm like here, I'm back in Fayetteville. I can get to Raleigh in an hour, get to uh, Charlotte, get to, uh, I was in Winston-Salem state about two, three weeks ago. Um, so it's really good. I'm really glad to be around my family. I'm DCO has been, thank God for DCO. I've been putting in work with DCO uh, shout out to uh, Phillips and Jordan construction. Shout out to, uh, I did a flyer for EZ today. Uh, shout out to a number of people. Winston Salem state. I'm doing some work with them too, but yeah, man. And see them being productive, got the podcast back. Um, about for the last two times I've been over at Javon's house, they've been saying, Hey, y'all need to do a podcast, a new podcast. And for the last six months, four months, two weeks, I've been saying, Hey, I'm gonna do a podcast. So this week I sat down, like, let's do it. Cause especially I think getting, getting into the swing of things and really doing it, like we can really do it really good. I think I like that. Like, that's what I want. I really want to do it not to be forced, but also be like, okay, here's it not a stressful part um i'm still working out locations but i'll probably be here and there um but yeah yeah i'm i'm blessed i'm family's blessed i'm just happy i'm happy right now now i'll tell you this and we're gonna talk about a little bit later too it's wild outside it's wild outside and it's it, it's and I the think, wild wild west and i think we've said that for the last five six years 
we were saying that a little before uh COVID, but right now it's might be it's buck wild outside. <laughs> okay, it's buck wild on social, it's buck wild when you go outside. I tell you, and I'm gonna do this little PSA before we get into the fun topics. Y'all have to start driving, like for real. Y'all have to stay on the road, stay off the phones, listening <laughs> to the signs, listen to the lights look when you turn to right look when you turn to left because i've seen way too many close calls my uncle told me he went across the street to get a money order he was telling me this whole story how this girl trying to get in turning lane and almost hit him and this and that and i saw a, a video in charlotte where these kids are trying to cross the street get on the school bus they literally almost like like inches got hit by a car because they they zoomed past the school bus and around all the lights and the stop sign and all that stuff. So they were already just getting it. And they almost hit these two kids. I'm like, now nah, what you what you gonna do when you hit these kids? You're gonna be crying, sad, looking crazy for I'm so sorry. Exactly. So you your whole life gonna be messed up. You're gonna be thinking about that forever. So y'all gotta please, please be safe on the roads. Please. And that, that happens on a regular basis, like too much. I on on a normal basis, cause for Malcolm, his bus comes, and Malcolm gets off right in front of the house. Yeah, and they like it like the car be trying to like beat the stop sign. Like you see the bus is obviously about to stop. <laughs> Why are you trying to beat the stop sign? Like I don't know. <laughs> just stop. thirty seconds. Please, you can't wait thirty seconds. And that, and that's the thing too. I think people's mental where we at now, and I'm not saying everybody, but it's too many people. Where it's where it's like have some patience take take your time because that 30 seconds even if it's a minute it's like what are you gonna do so you're just gonna zoom out in front of everybody and try to beat something and then you crash and do this xyz like just take the five take the five minutes get on your phone now i say the phones are in a whole nother issue because i've seen i saw this old man like today like i was going to get some uh thai rice and this old man he was on his phone and he's swerving I'm like, now you can't be elderly and on your phone. And even young folk, we can't be on our phones either because we don't, our mindset, like we're too in the phone. It's not even like- Everything ain't made to be multicast. Exactly. Like, come on. Like, I'm not saying I'm not on my phone. I'm saying I've done a lot better over the years because there was a point where I'm like, oh, for that, you need to get off this phone because something's going to happen. Where I'm like, okay, if I'm- stopping at the light i might get on my phone if i need to change the song hit next or go to a playlist i may get on my phone but i can't write essays i can't be um having full conferences even just like full text messages on the phone like while you're driving please y'all stop stop drinking and driving and stop texting and driving please there's no reason to drink and drive in 2023 when you have uber lyft ride share like it's so yeah. many options there's no, no yeah. reason a person should be on a road none because even at that and then that at that point the the logistics and the logic of it if you're that buzz where you can't drive you find an alternate option or just hang out and chill like <laughs> it's not horrible to wait an hour or two to get right or even call somebody like I'm sure you have people on your phone to call and be like, hey, I need you to pick me up. Or, hey, even if you're with other people, like somebody should be like, hey, we're going to take care of you. Like, now I hope friends aren't leaving their friends drunk out in the street. Um, but people like it's, there's no excuse. Like you said, you better get on Uber. You better call the cops. You better call somebody. But don't get them behind that wheel. It's too. It's it's not worth it. It's not Definitely worth it. Worth it. 
Um, before we get started, I need everybody to like, share, subscribe, comment, review, do all that fun stuff. We also have the FE Pod playlist. It's updated. It's updated. It's updated. Wait, wait. Let's listen to this person. Hello. Yeah, because we're recording right now. We're on Zoom right now. We've we've done started. Yes, sir. All right. God bless. Oh man, alert! Um, oh, couple man, songs alert. on the playlist. We got "Summer Madness" by Cool and the Gang, "Summer Renaissance" by Beyonce, and "I See You" by Coco Jones. Uh, speaking of Coco Jones, have you watched Bel Air? I did not know season two started. Season two started last week. Episode two came out today, and it's really good. The second episode is, I watched the second episode today, and it's really good. And the first one was really good, too, but today's episode was really good. So, well, well I got to steal somebody's uh, sorry about uh, that, guys. Uh, account. I don't have a, um, what's it Peter, on? Not Paramount. Peacock. I don't have Peacock. I will what, send what, you the what, login. What are you talking about? Hey Tom, we're recording. Welcome to the podcast. Introduce yourself to the people. Give an update. Hey, it's your boy, it's your boy Tom. I'm from South Carolina. I'm doing pretty good. Sorry, I'm late guys. You know, had a you know cure was hunger. So yeah, I'm good now. I apologize. What are we talking about now? Uh, we're just um, talking about Bel Air. It's back. Have you seen the uh, two episodes? Yeah, I seen the first episode. Today in my second episode, I had to you know stop watching anime and try yeah. to watch it today. So yeah, it was good. It came out, came out, came out good. Came out real good. I was a little, yeah, hesitant because the whole Will Smith situation. Just to make sure <laughs> it's gonna be still be good, you know. But everything's still good. Why would why would that affect me? I don't know. Exactly. They, 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 might pull, they might try to pull funding or something, or might try to. I don't know, man. I, I was making sure. No, uh, there's. I can't think of I can only think of one thing that that uh incident made me hesitant of, and it's that Chris Rock special that's coming on tomorrow. I, oh, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna be watching it. I, am I looking forward to it? I don't know if I'm looking for it. But this is my thing. See, Do you okay, uh, honestly, I don't think, okay? I think it's gonna be okay. That will he probably maybe touch on it slightly, but I don't think the whole I don't think it's gonna get a whole Oh, feel about I think, I, no, I think he's. I think he's going to. Yeah, that's what's been reported. Because like, the only reason I say that is because he was already touring when it happened, and he already. So is this set a new set, or is it set that he's been touring? Because the set he's been touring, he hasn't really talked about Will Smith because he don't have he don't have no new material about that. That's what I'm saying. Monday, there's gonna be a good portion <laughs> of those things. because like yeah, so if somebody got to somebody got to explain. And like his point of view, what we're thinking. I don't know what I'm saying. Based on what I've heard, the people who've been to the show, they said. But you don't know the same show. You don't know the same show. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know the show he's already. And the show, those shows happen before the slap. The slap happened. I'm saying. I'm talking about shows that happen after the slap. He's been on tour after the slap as well. And he has seen the show already. Yeah. I, I don't know. From like he was torn, 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 slap, torn, torn, torn. Like he was already torn that material already when a slap happened. 
That's what I'm saying. Is this film that material that happened during that time, or is this wow. new material? It's, it's a lot of shit. At this point, you gotta be fresh material because the slap happened now, and now it's a live event, so you gotta talk about it. Yeah, because even and I'm just speculating, assuming. But even after the slap, if he went back on tour, he had to mention the slap. I'm not saying he has hours dedicated to the slap, but you have to talk about the slap. Like that's what we you have to. It's not it's not like oh uh Shark Tale 2 bombed. No, the you got slapped by Will Smith. You got slapped. But you're not my thing is you're not interested to see a top tier comedian. No, that's what I'm, saying. I'm excited to see that. That's what I'm looking forward to. But the only thing that slap made me uneasy about is the special tomorrow because because I like Tam- like Tamarine. I thought Tamarine was pretty funny. I thought Tamarine was funny. I enjoyed parts about that. I, Tamarine was funny. Watching it again was as funny as I wanted to be. And and was I mad when he came out with the extra uh, uh, deleted scenes? It wasn't that was really, really that annoying. much extra. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. even with Tamarine, I, I rewatching it, I'm like, I want this to be funnier because this ain't bigger and blacker. Okay, this not bring no, the pain. So we can't compare everybody. We talk about compare to his best stuff. I'm saying Dave Chappelle's quality holds up. That's no, what I'm saying. Tamarine, no. you gone through some. No, Tamarine, that is not Tamarine true. was that. I think Tim Marine was so set to be as funny because he was talking about some real shit like divorce and stuff like that. And then he's still age. funny. Like the whole the whole punch of the whole understanding your role of like, hey, I don't know what uh it, no, it was funny, but it was a little darker than all the other stuff because he was talking about some real personal stuff. Chris Hopkins is good, don't, don't, don't make it that personal like that. When he stand up, it was real political, like joking, culture stuff. But Tim Marine was about him. He going through his divorce, kids. Like it was a little more serious than his normal stand-up. I just want you to be funny while doing it. Like I've seen you funnier. I don't want yeah. you to. See, I don't want to see you corny. I don't want to see you like some of the jokes I heard. I'm like, oh, you laughed at this, but it ain't really funny. Like, well, I think you just, I like we can say the same thing about Chappelle last thing. You thought Chappelle last thing was great? No, I thought his last one, he just, he doubled down too much. Like, I've, I've watched the same one for the last two, three specials. Like, I've seen the same special before. Like, this, <laughs> this was like an extended version of the other special. It, I laughed. It was funny, but the quality, it wasn't like his other stuff. But when I say, like, even like the closer, like, to me, that was really good. Some of his stuff, like Kill Him Softly, is like the best one. For what it's worth, yeah. it's good too. But to me, the closer is like second best one. Mm. Six and times. I, I felt like this felt last three or four stand ups to me, like one continuous stand up. It's like, I can see that. Okay, that's no it. No variations. Mm-hmm. And each was one continuous conversation. It's, a, yeah, it's not it's, funny. It's, not, it's not, not funny. It is funny, but it's not like. You're right. I feel like killing himself is way different than me. Some of his best work, but I'm not saying he do something that's not funny. But I feel like the 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 subject matter is the same. Like talk about the same thing, which is funny. He makes funny jokes out of it, but it's not like a new discovery or a new subject. It's the same. He's gonna talk about trans people. He's gonna talk about gay people. He's gonna talk about this. Cause I, I know what we're gonna talk about. I know what to expect yeah. when I go to uh, stand up with Dick Chappelle. Which that's why I understand why people get so mad about it. Yeah, keep tuning in. He gonna talk, y- y'all get mad. He's gonna, gonna talk about the same things. Like, but why you gonna get mad? Something to talk about. But traditionally, Dave wasn't that. like that. 
I can understand yeah. the extent because now he seems angry. It seems almost angry, whereas before days stuff was never angry. I didn't. I don't. I would say angry. Yeah, to me, it wasn't necessarily angry. So the closer was the last one I'm talking about. And that felt more like, oh, y'all don't want me to talk about trans people? Well, I'm going to keep talking about Like, he's trying to to go against the grain, like, just because. Not because he got amazing material or he's been through these amazing experiences or even something significant happened. He's like, y'all want me to talk about trans people? Well, I'm going to keep talking about them. So, like... I see his point because, like, what he's saying about trans people is not nothing bad. Just like it's not the fact funny that people either. So open, but uh, yeah, I don't think that makes for good yeah. comedy. Like, because also we already yeah. we heard it already. Exactly. You keep doing. That's the thing. Yeah. The closer, you. I didn't. I thought this was the closer. This is going to be the end of it. This is going to be a little bit of it, and that's it. About after the first 15, 20 minutes, he went on the same thing that he done did before. Um, now the one I'd like was Sticks and Stones. Sticks and Stones was the better one. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. I like that, that one. And the other couple ones, they were good, but Sticks and Stones to me, I put it up there. But the closer, oh. I was looking forward to the closer, but he just kept doubling down on the same stuff we talked about in Sticks and Stones. Because I was laughing. Yeah, I'm, very, I'm very interested to see what he does next. Because he said he's not gonna talk, he said he's not gonna talk about this stuff no more. So I'm very interested, like what his the set that he's like torn now. I'm very interested, like what that is. Yeah, and, Chris, in the world going on, you talk about. Yeah, Chris, I saw a tweet with Chris, and they said, "This is just a tweet. And I don't know if it's gonna be accurate from what he said, but they, I don't know if he said it's in a magazine or something." But he said he was looking forward to, and he glad he saw uh, Emancipation because he wanted to see Will Smith get whipped, and he was happy to see <laughs> Will Smith get whipped. That's why he was looking, and I'm like, because he, he wasn't gonna do it. I can't. So I was, can't. He, he wasn't if, gonna do it. If he does that tomorrow, and that's what he—that's his end. Because that's that's a little too much. That's too much, Chris. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much for me. It's not too much. Oh, to make <laughs> to make oh to make light of Bruh, Will Smith playing a Bruh, real life slave slapped. and get whipped Bruh, like people really did. Okay, you talk about the real life application. Will Smith is not really getting whipped. But to see him potentially fake getting whipped, sir, I'm laughing at that. You're laughing at a slave getting whipped? Wow. No, thanks. no, no. I'm not laughing at a slave no. getting whipped. You just said you're laughing at it. I'm laughing at the actor getting whipped. That's two very different things. I'm good. That, Bruh, if I'm distasteful. Chris Rock, I'm that's that's no, no. If I'm Chris Rock, he's funnier like, than that. He's funnier than that. That joke is funny. I'm sorry, that's a funny joke. If you're I was Chris, if face. I was Chris, I'll probably make a parody special of him, like or something no, no. else. But that's not funny. If, no, if, if you were Chris, you'll stand there and get slapped in the face. That's what you'll have to. Well, that's what he did. He got to explain that anyway. You got to explain. Back. I need Back. the black side of you or any other sides of you to figure out, like, hey. What happened? Because and I hope he's being transparent in this special too. That's what I would say. Like I'm not expecting him just to roast Will Smith the whole time. That's going to be fun and great too. But I hope you he gives what? some transparency about the situation. I want to double down. I want. I want to double down on the Jennifer Smith. I want to double down. Now, I want, I want, if he I want, if he was real, I, want the mode. Hey, yeah. mode. I support it. If he now if he come out tomorrow, like all right, now I really mode. got the mic. Hey, I really hey, got I the mic. Just let y'all know this whole special. I'm doing an hour of Jaden Smith jokes. Support it. I support it. Double I like down. It. I want I want that Tony Rock energy. Give me that Tony Rock energy. Double down and let people know when you see Will Smith is on site. 
Now, I need Tony in the intro, though. I need him, like, back. You know how they look comedy special do intros? <laughs> yeah. I need him backstage or doing a little skit or something or in the front no. row laughing his you, butt off. You know, you know I hit him at a holler? He's going to have his little brother and his $3,000 or something? That's, That's exactly what I, need. I, need, I need Tony to come in with a joke. Wait, <laughs> if that was a special, like, Tony and Chris live, I'm watching it. I, that makes me a little more excited. I think he's doing a lot of cocaine. He is Sorry, who's, doing, who's doing more cocaine? Him or the weekend? Or, so we know who the king of the cocaine is. That's Bruno Mars. Uh, Tim <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Tim That's Allen. Bruno Mars one. No, Bruno's not. He's off the coke, guys. He don't do the coke no more. Hey, allegedly. He don't allegedly. do the coke. Q, now Q you think, <laughs> uh, Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack might do some coke. I think Anderson, Anderson if, Pack. If, Anderson Pack, if, if he's doing coke, he got him going on the I was to say, they Anderson both might be doing coke. They do got big coke energy. Anderson Pack do got big coke energy. He was getting it too. I was like, man, that boy on that coke. He said he got coke energy? He got big coke energy. <laughs> big coke energy. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, speaking, speaking of something crazy, um, we've been talking about this since it came out. Um, people have had their opinions. People have their thoughts. Shout out to Deontay. He's not here. Um, he's putting in work. But I do want to talk about the latest Marvel film, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Um, there's a number of things we can talk about, but let's just talk about the cast first. I'm going to go to the cast, production, the impact, things that you will change. Let's just start with the cast. How did you think everybody performed in the cast? Javon. Can I say well, Tom, before, Tom, before, go ahead. No, no, before Javon, Javon talk first. I just want to say one thing. This is the first time ever me and Javon both had the same degree on a movie, and it never happened before. I just want to set that out, and I'm freaking happy to connect to my brother. Go ahead, Javon. Great job. I, I, actually, <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the Ant-Man franchise as a, as a whole. To me, I think it's a great palate cleanser. Um, uh-huh. I understand what it is. Like these are these moves are funny. They're gonna have some serious notes, but you know what I'm saying? I enjoy Paul Rudd. I think he's hilarious. We know what John mm-hmm. Bates is. He's a he's a budding superstar in the making. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think um the cameo's good. I love the world that they built. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, do I have are there some things that I think they could have did a little bit better? Of course. But overall, I give it like an eight, eight point five. Oh, what's your rating? Mine's um, an 8.5 as well. Uh, very similar to what Javon said before. I feel as though Ant-Man, they knew the, he knew the assignment. He did the assignment. Um, like I said, I didn't expect nothing more from them. Um, they gave me what I, what I expected, you know. And uh, it was good. It looked good. Dr. Magic, he's a freaking phenomenal star. Like, he's a great actor. And uh, Paul Rudd did his thing. And uh, it was some people who could have been out the movie because they barely got any movie time in the first place, so barely any on. But it was still good. Yeah, I'm giving a good seven out of ten, and I think that's gonna hold true. It's just the, with the movie, it was very, it fell flat a lot of ways. Not saying it's bad. It's not. It definitely to me is a lot better than Doctor Strange Two. Um, it's a lot better than Black Widow. Uh, but it's not 
Black Panther 2. It's not Shang-Chi. It's not Hawkeye. It's not Loki. It just, it fell flat. Like, for example, like the visual effects. Sometimes they looked really, really good. I'm like, oh, this look, this world looks so amazing. Yeah. Then there was yeah. times they were touching stuff. I'm like, you're clearly touching this wall. Or they're like riding something. Like, you're clearly like on a green horse. Like, it was things like that where I'm just like, oh, Like, even when they got to the quantum realm, all the side characters, what I've been saying is if they weren't on the poster, I didn't care. And it sucks because I think all, every single one of those had potential. Like Bill Murray, wasted. I think Quaz, William Jackson Harper, the other black guy, wasted. Um, yeah. The girl that was fighting, what's her name? I think it says Gentora here. She's like one of the main fighters. She was amazing. The fighting was really good. Wasted. It was just, it was a lot to pack in one movie. And I, to me, a Disney Plus series would have been really, really, we had more time but for what you got. No more me, series. No more series. I'm, but we need more time no. with this family. The thing is, too, I feel like it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. The Wasp didn't even get no play. She got hope. She really had a lot. She really I had really a lot. Like, I feel like I really feel like the only reason it's called Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania is because the second movie is Ant Man and the Wasp, and they couldn't like remove that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, like, I feel like that's the only reason it's called Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania because they like, hey, we had Ant Man. The second movie's called Ant Man and the Wasp. We can't cut her name out. <laughs> like, why not? You gotta, yeah, you're right. I would have cut it's, her name out. Do y'all do y'all feel though? This is the best Ant Man movie. No. Ant Man? No. It's not. No. No. Okay. Because even because Ant Man One to me is still the best one out of the franchise. Yeah. I say that too. Ant Man One is the best because I like uh yeah. I like the second one. It fell flat in some areas. Like I want it to be yeah. better, but the first one is solid. The first one because even then they cut out his whole all of his friends, the crew. They didn't even bring them back. So I'm like, so you didn't bring them back, oh, but you that, brought all these that's random the, creatures. That was the that was T.I. Well, T.I. don't have to come back. I'm saying the other guys could come back. Oh, uh, Michael, uh, Michael, 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 uh, Pena. Michael Pence. Yeah, yeah, Pena. he's hilarious. He's great. Amazing. He's not back. I didn't because know they was in the quantum the, round. How, how, how are you going to be in that one? They was in the quantum round. Honestly, for all the criticism of this movie, I just want to let it be known. The movie's been out for, what, three weeks now? Uh -huh. The movie budget was, I'm sorry, it was $200 million, yeah. and it made... Uh, three hundred and seventy and seventy million. So it's already, a, it's it's made more than it's it's it made more than his budget already. How much and has it, Black it, Widow made? Like it's it's less than a month. I'm just saying. I mean, that's not a. I mean, it's made his money. I'm just saying. No, it's I mean, not bad. It's, it's not just like compared no. to other Marvel movies. Like that's, that's the thing. If you compare to other movies, it. it falls flat. Like there's. This movie is it better than Thor two? Yes, everything is better than Thor two. Is this better than? Yes, it's better than Love and Thunder. But is that a That's good thing? Because Love and Thunder is bad. Like, are we happy to say this is <laughs> subpar? This is better than that? I don't know. Um, I Love and Thunder is bad. You gave it a seven, so seven is not seven is not fifty percent. Like, that's that's better than average. Yeah, you're right. It's better than average. That's a great. Title to give headline to give it Ant Man Quantum Medium. It's better than average. I guess, yeah. But I think it's like, and like I said, I told you, I would go to the I see this movie in the theaters, I would pay money to go see this movie again. 
I will pay to see Jonathan Majors again. I will pay to see Hope and Hank Pym and Janet yeah. again. I would not pay. But, I don't. I would not pay for movie man. I enjoy like to me. I enjoy the family stuff, like the scene where he's trying to teach uh, the daughter Kathy how to punch. Like yeah. to me, those are like those are great scenes. Like I like that scene. I like crazy, like I like that scene. I like the scene with all the Ant Mans. I like that scene too. Um, but I don't like enough to pay another ten dollars for ten dollars for a ticket. It's enough to Disney Plus it. I just put yeah, I do that. As I say, if I'm going to see it again, I'm going to see like certain. I want to probably look for Easter eggs and look at how cool it is. But I'm there to like, oh, what Jonathan Majors doing? Like these little jokes and stuff. Try to get more, squeeze more time with him. But I'm on my phone. I'm not like sitting there intently watching it. Do you think the movie would? Cause I heard, I've heard this criticism a lot. Do you think the movie would have been better if they killed Ant Man? No. Well, well, no. That was I've heard that. I've heard, I've heard that. Like I thought it worse. I heard it like, been worse. Yeah. I'm talking about like at the end, like. Like the whole scene no. where he like him and Kane is fighting over the portal, like not necessarily either he dies or he gets stuck in the quantum realm, quantum realm at the end. If no, if they would have no. played it out where him and uh, Hope got stuck, I think I yeah, that could have made it stronger. But I don't think it would have saved the movie. Now, I if, it stronger if Kang was killing Ant Man and killed Hope or killed Janet or Hank, like, he, like Kang kills at the end of the movie, Kang kills Ant Man. To me, that'll make it better simply because that I feel like they did depower King, and I'm only saying depower just from my little bit of knowledge. Um, he got beat up by the ants. He literally, like, he went toe to toe with Ant Man, toe to toe with Ant Man. Now, if Ant Man was fighting all four of them with the ants and the little creatures that was around, I think that would have been that would have saved it. Like well, everybody got to come as one. If you remember, this is a depowered cane. This is not a fully powered cane. And he was still giving Ant Man the business. He this cane is not the same. Like this, this cane is not like regular. I I'm at full power cane. But see, to me, and maybe this is where kind of my disconnect from is like I feel like they can do so more. They could have did so much more to talk about like see his power level, see how he relates to the universe. Because I'm like, if he's not the deep power king, it kind of made me seem like he's like the base level king. So are you saying there are all the other kings that we saw later, are they more powerful than this king? It's to me this seemed like everybody's at this same level. And it might be a king with some cool powers or something, but they're all at this same level to me. I think because I think you don't think he's a king who's cut off from every, like he got the only power that he has is a little bit of power that he has here in the quantum world, quantum realm. Whereas all the other kings have the full whatever their scope of power. Like his power is only limited to the power that he can gather here in this area. Yeah, yeah, I can see that because he was the quantum realm is different, and he wasn't outside. Like if he was outside, outside too, it probably would have been different. And it was like, how strong is he compared to the other ones? Like nigga, they put him here. Like they they was able to throw him in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was let them throw more trick. Or now, trap, however. If it was Ant Man and the Wasp, as in uh Hank and Janet got stuck, and it was like more their movie and they fought King. Because the one thing I did hate was Janet. Michelle Pfeiffer looked great, she did great. The secrets, like just keeping secrets hey. and not talking was so annoying. Oh, so that, like too. 
if them two got stuck in the quantum realm and it was like more about them and if we saw like you know scott and the rest of the family outside doing something maybe with shield or uh hydra i don't care um with uh aim doing something else like a side mission or building up the universe i think i would like that better but they need to me they need to tailor down the cast and the action and all the things that they're trying to do it was just too many people they try to do a lot I one question is going like okay, well, Ant Man is here, it's gone. Going forward, do we feel like Kane is enough of a threat to say this guy is going to be the big bad for the next for the next for this next series? Yep, I feel so. Not to me, and I'll tell you why. Because that end credit scene messed me up. Like him already fighting uh, Ant Man one on one, I was like kind of curious. But at the end, when all them Kangs were coming out, and you if you didn't watch it, sorry guys, you should have watched it. Um, like all them Kangs <laughs> coming out and they're talking and they're doing all this stuff, it felt like Marvel was just making copies of just like putties for like the Avengers to fight with. So it kind of it don't make me feel like with Thanos, I felt like he had power. Even like his position, he made people do stuff for him. But also when he started doing stuff, you're like, fine, I'll do it myself. With Kang, it just feel like oh, well, you're going to have all these different Kangs and y'all going to fight them, but it don't feel like a real threat or challenge to me. Okay. Like, now, I do yeah. see the opportunity where it's like the Council of Kangs, like, oh, all of them uniting and really fighting and they have a number of powers. I can see how it could be really good, but to me, he don't feel like... Uh, I'm just happy to see Jonathan Majors beat up everybody. Like, I'm not feeling like he's, like, the threat for the whole universe and the Avengers. Yeah, I'm saying, especially if he's supposed to be like the next through line for the next several movies, it's like, yeah, we didn't see, we seen Thanos in, a, in, a, in Avengers at the end of the first Avengers movie, but then he had a bunch of these like through lines where people were doing stuff on his behalf, and we felt yeah. the power through him. Yeah. Like, we seen how strong Roman was, and Roman was bowing down to Thanos. We seen, so we like, okay, we know he got some power, right? Yeah. And like, even when he like finally said, okay, I do it myself, and we see, okay, he pull up on Thor, and then very, the very first, we see him in action in um, Affinity War. Like it's very clear. Like he put the hands to Hulk mm -hmm. easily. Put the hands to Hulk, and yeah. then he kills Loki. So it's like this is a guy who is a threat. So it's like quickly with those with that small scene, we understand who Thanos was, and I feel like that is that's the like one part of maybe Kang that we didn't get is like that sense well, of like is, real power and scope. Well, my thing is you you know MCU. Is building him up to be the big bad, and they saying that he's better than Kang. I mean, did uh, Thanos? You really think they're not gonna have him be very destructive? I think, we, I know, but you gotta show me that. I think, yeah, when we get the Secret Wars, yeah, they're gonna make Kang do all this fantastical stuff, but they do have to show that. I don't feel that right now. Now, did I feel that at the end of Loki, the way Loki was acting and how he was talking? Like when he told the story about what happened, and then when Loki got back, and he was like. No, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't understand. Like, I felt like, oh, man, Kang is coming. Kang is. And then when they say he's going to be an Ant-Man, I thought this was the moment where we're going to see an ounce of that power. And he really going to he gonna really set things up like, oh, this is why I'm Kang. Because even at the end when they were fighting, I'm like, like, I love when Ant-Man came through. It's like, Kang, we had a deal. Like, I loved all that stuff. But I'm like, oh, y'all want to fight with him outside? Great. Let me, let's fight outside. But it kind of gave me, like, Iron Man vibes for a minute. I was like, you just doing energy blasts? Like, all right. This is what more for Kang to show his mindset rather than show his power. I feel like, I feel like this movie was maybe more for Cassie. 
<laughs> like, hey, can't. Well, you're good. You're ready for Young Justice. I mean, yeah, uh, like, even if there's more focus on her, I would have probably liked it more. Like, oh, she got stunk in the quantum realm. Like, I would have liked it more, but isn't it, like I said, it's not horrible. It's not bad. Just where I'm at too with Marvel, I just, I'm holding y'all accountable. Like, at this point, we're in, this is the first movie of phase five. Like, and we've already hobbled our way through phase four. Like, we don't have classic movies in the tank. Like, y'all can do better than this. Y'all have better Ant-Man films than this. There's classic movies in phase four. Yes, Spider-Man, Black Panther 2, Shang-Chi. Yes, there's classic ones, but I'm saying the level of quality has diminished. That's what I will say. Eternals. Far. I, I like Eternals. I'm curious. I like Eternals. Hey, I want you to let you know, I seen a stat the other day. It said Eternals was the most streamed movie of 2022. Yeah, you know why? <laughs> you know why it's the most streamed? I was part of those streams. I'm People just saying. saying hey, the most streamed movie of 2022. People turned it on and put it on mute because it looked nice. That's why. And they use it as a background. No, no, it's like, oh, look, it's no, a guys from Game no. of Thrones. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> that It looked great. It looked, no. and that's the other thing too, for Eternals to look so good. To me, that's one of the best looking Marvel films. Why don't other stuff look like this? Why Ant-Man didn't look like this? Why Doctor Strange didn't look like this? Eternals, that's the best thing it has going for them is that uh, those visual effects, that fil- the photography, photography what is that the filmography (laughs) cinematography (laughs) like what like cinematography was amazing and you could tell it's different from the other stuff that's why i thought he was gonna do something with it awesome cast amazing cast dud dud (laughs) um okay let's so okay last question looking forward for ant-man and the crew because I saw some people, they had some options where it's like, do you want him to die in Infinity, not, uh, in Secret Wars why, and the Avengers? That's crazy because they people want Ant Man to die more than they wanted Hawkeye to die. Because I thought Hawkeye was going to die a long time ago, and I was cool with that. But they don't got nothing to say about Hawkeye living or stupid I, Wanda. I think I think it's more of like we clearly <laughs> see like, hey, there's a change of the garb, and so like all the original guys are gone, and Ant Man is one of those last few people who's kind of like part of that original team. Not all the original guys are gone. You still got Rhodey. And you will respect him. Yo, did you see the interview with him talking recently about that? No, I didn't. Don Chino? No, that I didn't. feel like he was like he he's excited for uh, the um the movie. wars, but also at the same time he's like, this is something that should have been happening 10 years ago. Agreed. He was wow. like, because when you think about Rhodey, Rhodey has been in, I think I think he said like five or six movies, mm-hmm. but you know nothing about him. Thank you. Don't you. Know who the, you don't know who his friends are. You don't know how he feels yeah, about we, do, we do know who his friend is. Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, we, we know who his one friend that's on Facebook <laughs> yeah, we is. Don't know how, we, don't know who, we don't know who his family is. Like We don't know mm-hmm. nothing about how Rhodey feels as a person. The like, way you're talking, the way, the way you're talking right now is the same reason why Terrence Howard got fired. Being Rhodey, nobody <laughs> care about. Nobody care about Rhodey. I care about Rhodey. They all, they all, they care about Rhodey. They, they care enough about to make a whole movie. Starting until, until, until the movie come out, this is a question. I agree with Don Cheadle. This should have happened a long time ago. Or if anything, like he should be more included, and we should learn more backstory. Just like a Hawkeye, like in uh, the thing that got me in uh, not Infinity War, Age of Ultron. I'm like, oh, this he got a family. Oh, we 
we, we on a farm like they did all this backstory and family stuff where i'm like oh okay like this is extra i didn't need it but they did it so even with roadie who's been there since what don cheeto been there since iron man 2 iron man 2 he's been you're there you right so I'm not even saying, yeah, he could have been got a movie, even a Disney Plus series. But man, they should have did that man a little bit better. And hey, Iron Man 2 came out in 2010. Come on, man. Yeah, Brody right. He right. Don Cheeto right. Don Cheeto right. He's still getting them checks. He's good. He alright. He alright. Wow. But my thing is, I understand. So now my thing is now you want me to now you're gonna make this movie around me. And so my thing is if you want people to come to the movie to see me, you're kind of like headed in the bets of like. Why would I come see a movie about a person that I know nothing about? That's why you make a movie about them, and in the trailer you see it's about them, so you learn more about them, and then you, know you go to like, the movie. I'm talking, I'm talking about like they didn't show enough seeds to me. Like I'm gonna go see the movie because I think I like John Cena. I think he's a great actor. I like I think Brody has a lot of potential. I'm talking for a, a casual person. I can see a casual person saying, "Why would I need to see a, a War Machine movie?" Just like you see a Shang Chi movie. I think it should be a series. I don't think it should be a whole movie. I think it's to me. He he should have got a series and a movie. He should have got more than what he getting. That's what he should. Yeah, y'all were just some really uh, y'all y'all really like his, his character. But but so you and you're in support of the Agatha series that's coming out. Who said who said that? I'm asking. <laughs> no, <laughs> I never. I never. I'm never a fan of a whole series about a bad guy. That that's connected to a, a hero and hero in the movie. I've never been a fan of that. That's my thing with Marvel. Like they're making series and movies about niggas we don't care about already. So you got people who people know about, seen, even in Civil War. Like we saw a good amount of well, we saw a good amount of Rhodey in Civil War. To when I think yeah. he was in in there at the uh at the airport, he was there at the conference. He we saw a good amount of him. So why wouldn't y'all be like shot. he's iron, he's literally like they're trying to. I've seen a couple outlets like try to say Ironheart is Iron Man's replacement, like replacement actress. And I'm like, I understand what you're doing, no. but she's not the Iron Man replacement. Like, but if anything, if you wanted to do all that Iron Man stuff, you have a war machine. You have a and war no, machine. You, you have all that you Iron have Man you, stuff. You have an Iron Man who is literally. He's like he's still in the military, so he's directly connected to like directly. the government. He's the like, come on, man. I would love to see Rhodey out on some missions. And even when you talk about like that Civil War stuff or the stuff that you're going to do with Secret Invasion, he could have been tying to all that stuff. He could have been, even with um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, he could have got more yeah. play in there. Yeah, I'm going to say the same thing. Like, honestly, they all about the same espionage, all the same breath of fresh air or whatever. So he could have been more than that. Also, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything else on Ant Man? Any final words for your boy? Uh, I, I love John the Majors. I think he's a superstar. I can't wait to see what else he does in the future. I agree. RP the RP the Mordor. RP who? I think he said Mordok. Mordok. Man, oh, we even talking about oh, stupid Mordok. Mordok sucked. Mordok sucked. I like Mordok. Like I just thought he was a. I like Mordok. I thought that's he was a the thing too. We've seen all the Modocs that we've seen before this, little Easter eggs, and even down to Civil uh Civil War, not Civil War, uh what's Civil War? No, Winter Soldier. Even that was better, but I feel like they just wasted him and he wasn't the jokes. I got the jokes, they weren't funny. So even him in the movie, like 
I thought he was gonna have a bigger part to play. Like even if it was him and Kang beating up niggas, I would have loved it. But that wasn't that. Yeah, I don't think killing Modok was the was the right move. Cause especially now you now you, oh, now you don't want to have save him. him. I'm saying now you you don't have no potential for him to to do anything in the future. Cause Modok is not a he's not a throwaway character. So now, cause first of all, we never use aim, which aim should be a real thing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like aim should be like a key opponent in like maybe a TV show or like I can really see like the Ironheart show is the Ironheart against Aang. Where Modoc is the big bad of that. But I, now that would never be a good show. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that would have been a, been a great show. I would have watched it. <laughs> I would have watched it. Where the, where the show is, Aang is stealing Iron Man technology and now Ironheart got to go and try to figure this out with Rhodey. I'm cool with That's that. I like it. I like it. Speaking of Iron Hearts, I don't know how to do this transition. Um, I do want to shout out the 54th NAACP Image Awards um, that happened, uh, what, last week? A lot of people took a lot of good things. I'm going to go through this list. Y'all give me y'all feedback or tidbits. Um, did y'all watch the show? I didn't watch the show. I uh, watched the clips. No, oh. oh, 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 nah, um, so I know, know what's Yeah, it was on all Viacom platforms. BT, VH1. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't have. I don't have cable. I don't have cable. Don't have cable. It, and it should actually be live streamed on YouTube, but they don't want to do that. Um, so oh, we got uh, Brittany Griner uh, came back with her wife. Um, okay, she made an appearance. They look good. Uh, I saw this crazy, crazy thing the other day today on a uh, stupid Twitter. It was like it's rumors of Brittany Griner and Durant Harrison, Durant, Durant, uh, Kevin Durant being together. I was like, isn't she married to like a whole woman? Like, yeah, sorry, sorry, good. Yeah, Continue. fake news. Um, they, <laughs> the Woman King, they won outstanding categories. Uh, that great movie. Woman King is on Netflix. It's an amazing movie. Y'all need to great watch movie. it. Great, great um, movie. We got Serena Williams, Congressman Benny Thompson, and Benjamin Crump got recognized for prestigious, prestigious special awards. That was nice. I saw their speeches. They were good. Angela Bassett, Entertainer of the Year. Queen. Queen uh, of Wakanda. Gabrielle Union Wade and Dwayne Wade, they got the President's Award uh, with a speech from the NAACP, NAACP president. I saw their speech. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw some of the speech. It was really good. It was really good. They really, uh, I saw where Dwayne was taking up for Zaya or just even sending her like a, a special message. And to me, I feel like this is what especially black folks wanted to hear for a while. Like, but it was a great platform. Like, I think it was good. It was hosted by Queen Latifah, hey, which queen. went under my radar. I didn't even know that until I was watching the clips. Um, who else was there? Issa Rae was there. Janelle James was there. Uh, Abbott Elementary got a whole bunch of awards. Love the show. It's a great show. I, one of the top shows ever. Um, Wakanda Forever, Outstanding right. Motion Picture. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at some of the stage. categories right now. Kev on stage, Outstanding Social Media Person. Yeah, wow. Shout out to him, finally, because that boy was working. Yeah. I working. tell you. Cedric the Entertainer for The Neighborhood, Outstanding Comedy, uh, Outstanding Actor in the Comedy Series. I, I think show. we really got to maybe have a conversation about the, that show and like just the career of Cedric the Entertainer. Because that is a you want show? that is a you want show. show. No, no, no. I'm talking about the fact that that is a show on what CBS. 
that is now yeah. it's like I, I want to say on its fifth or sixth season. Six if I'm not mistaken, six on seven. And which is like so you have like Cedric Entertainer, all keep a job. Keep stay like job. stay with a good job, but he is him, on him, him, him and Tanisha, him and Tanisha Arnold. Yeah, like yeah, keep Tashina like Arnold, yeah. and this is prime time. Tashina, I'm sorry, Tashina. CBS, like, like that. And that's the thing, like, not all, like, see, like, that's not a that's not a slight, like, that's a big to me. Just that alone is like really to me need to be a knowledge. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty big. He, got a, he, he has a couple shows that has like. Over two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons. So he he say what it I, to me. I always picked him over uh, Steve Harvey anyway. So, but you can't why, say that. Why, why haven't you vote? I mean, just because they were kings of comedy, they did a lot of stuff together. I'm like, why can't are, you vote? You can't like both of them. No, yeah, you can like both of them. But as for Fidel, I will always choose. I have chosen Cedric for the past 10, 15 years over Steve as the as the better king of comedy. The superior king of comedy. <laughs> I, I, I I should admit as well. I'm just saying, if, you, if I was watching Bernie, the king of comedy, if I was putting on the king of comedy special, it go Bernie's number one, number it goes Cedric number two, two, DL, and then Steve. No, 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 no. DC D Steve ain't beat DL. Sorry, I can't go that far with you because you know who had the for me. No, but I feel like that's a personal video. That boy, that boy, he over there drinking. He over that boy over there drinking. Man, he over there. That's a personal vendetta against DL. Nah, it's Birdie. It's Cedric. It's Steve Drake. Little Wayne. Uh, Nicki Minaj, the whole young bunny, then DL. Sorry. Also, I want to talk about, we, since we talked about the neighborhood, I just looked this up. We talked about just about how the show is doing. The show has progressively gotten better ratings every season. So that means the what show you, is growing. No, let me ask him. What's your favorite episode? When's the last time you watched The Neighborhood? I'll be honest. Okay, so what are you doing? You're trying to prove your blackness he, he, he or something? Exactly. Oh, that's day. a good show. I saw that show. Yeah, I've watched episodes of the show, but it's not. First of all, I don't watch I watched that much episode. You only watch the episode. I, first of all, I don't watch that much regular television. Period. No, don't try to cop. No, please. Don't try to cop. Any television. He backtracking. He backtracking. Exactly. A person who had. Paramount Plus for at least a couple months. Also, you talk you talk so much about Cedric and the neighborhood. You've only watched right. one episode. The episode I was watching was funny. <laughs> I've it was seen funny at least episode. four to five episodes of the neighborhood, and even maybe I've more of that. I've seen season. I'm gonna say what's going on now. I'm watching currently now. Anyways, good show, good job, they won. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, <laughs> except the cap. <laughs> Um, Coco Jones, one outstanding new artist. Uh, Breezy, Chris Brown, outstanding male artist. I pray for Chris Brown. That's all I got to say. That man stay in trouble. I'm sick of it too. I'm sick of it. I'm it tired. Of... Fall. Like just stop doing. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and bash that black man. I'm not doing that. So next next subject. I'm sick of him. And it's thing is, as a person who listens to Chris Brown, I'm subject. sick of him. Next subject. I'm sick of him. Like he got that lap dance with that girl and threw her phone. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why? Why? Cussing everybody out. I'm like, you ain't gonna cuss me out, Christopher. Next, next subject. Uh, lift me up. Outstanding music video. Renaissance got some stuff. Um, 
I'm going through these. I'm going through these. Yeah, a lot of people, good black people got some stuff. Shout out to the NAACP Image Awards. MLK, Rosa. Like, I'm not. That's when people be like, if you go to Time Machine at any time, where would you go? I'm like, oh, this is only maybe like one or two places. Maybe I go yeah. like parties, <laughs> concerts. Yeah, but I'm not oh. going to hang out in the time period. That's, 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 that's my main issue. That's, that's my main issue with period pieces. Like, people always say, well, I can go back in time. As a black man, there's no place back in time I would want to go to. Like, at all. Maybe like maybe last maybe last week. I go to last week, maybe. So, like, other nah, time, exactly. uh, yeah, like, you know, I'm 2005. Not, <laughs> that's not exactly. There are definitely some places, some time I would definitely go back to. Like what? As a black man? Yeah, I would go back to the, to the 90s. Because my thing is, oh, okay. black folk, as black folk, as, okay. as black folk, as black folk, I'm 32. I was, I was, I'm not thinking about the 90s. I'm thinking about, like, when I say back in time, I mean, like, real back in time. I was born in the 90s. I'm not that. But I'm thinking to be, to be an adult in the 90s had to be a very different experience. You talk about, that's the middle of, like, hip-hop area. It's still growing. That's the middle of, like, Freak Neek. That type of area is still growing. That's Atlanta is still growing. And of course, it's I don't consider those. I don't consider those period pieces because I was born around that time. I love. I remember a lot of that stuff. I'm talking about. But you, but you never experienced those things. But you didn't experience that stuff. A lot of stuff I did experience. Yes. Sir, you didn't experience the freak me, sir. You. That's not. You did not drive to freak Nick, Okay. You did <laughs> not. You did not vote for Bill Clinton. <laughs> you know, you're right. I didn't. I didn't experience freak me, but I never desired to experience freak me either. When I say period piece, it's always going to appear before my time of recognition. Hey, there's there's things in the '80s that were that was probably the like what's the what's the club in New York where everybody was doing cocaine? The, uh, so you just want to go no. do cocaine and go <laughs> no, be with no, freaks? Exactly. That's all you want to do. I'm just saying. That's all you're you saying. Got, the time no, period. I, I just get cocaine and freaks. You gotta find the fun where you can find the fun, okay? Oh, Bob that's, what, that's what you are fun, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Bob won't go back in time so he, Bob won't go back in time so he can be single. That's what exactly. Like. That's because my thing. When I think about it, like if I'm going to the '80s, if I'm going to the '80s, I'm like I'm going to a Prince, Michael Jackson concert. Exactly. But you're not saying that. You, you said no, not Bob. Studio, like, studio '87, '64, something like that. <laughs> You <laughs> ain't cocaine, freak Nick. You ain't been a freak Nick. Freak, freak me, cocaine. That's easy. You want to be, and then even going to freak Nick, like that's you got to be prepared for that too. Because also think about it, no Wi-Fi, no cell phones. Uh, the God our damn. level of I don't know regulations uh, are different. Do anybody know what freak Nick is that? Because because the thing is, you got a freak Nick and you walk into a big orgy party. What you doing? Like you well, now. Where was Freak Nick at? Atlanta. Atlanta. In 95, I wasn't married. I'm not married. Do we know exactly? Stop talking about running. Stop talking about If I go back in 95, I'll tell the kid I'm not married. Do you know exactly where in Atlanta was that? No, I don't know exactly where. Buckhead? I don't know. It ain't no map. How you literally? Like, who you going with? It's like, you carpool. It's like going to Myrtle Beach. During during bike week, nigga, you just go to Myrtle Beach. The Myrtle Beach is it's like you know there's no location. You just go to Myrtle Beach and you that's where you at. Oh, yeah, so, you, so you know how to so you know how to read a map. So I know how to that's get to another thing too. You have to read a map to get to Atlanta. Sir, I've driven exactly. to Atlanta no times where I can get to Atlanta. 
okay, yes, yes. With your knowledge that you have now, yes. I'm thinking if I say I'm going back in time to do this, yeah. man, okay, do the knowledge, I guess the knowledge sticks with you. I guess you can make it to Atlanta. <laughs> but then too, okay, if you say you go with the knowledge you have now, I could kind of see what even what Tom's saying. So when you say I'm going to freak with Nick this weekend, where are you going? But have a good time, sir. I mean, where are you going? Are you just going to you don't know where the party's at? You don't know where all the freaks sir, gonna be. Sir, I'm gonna get to Atlanta and I'm saying, hey, what just like everybody at? else. Just like everybody exactly. else. Hey. Exactly. And then they're like room one twelve, where the players doing. Those. Okay. <laughs> You're right. It was easier back then. You're right. It was. Where the freaks at? The freaks over there. That's it. Yeah, hey, right. JD, I'm just gonna listen for JD. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Listen for JD. Well, tell me where the party at. Facts. Yeah, he gonna tell you where the party at. You gonna listen to you know some Uncle Luke? Okay. That's it. Where's but that Dina Howard playing at? Oh, okay. And you talk about music, like think about as bad as like the bad. Think about going back and seeing James Brown in his prime, or seeing Mike Fire in his prime. Now that's where I'm trying to go. Like you see in these lists, like Motown, when Motown was really doing his thing, like yeah, <laughs> that's that to me. That seems like an instant. Like you have to find. To me, you can go back in time. You just have to find the pocket. Yeah, but it's also when I think about it, when you talk but about the pockets, it, it is like I'm not going anywhere behind like before yeah. 1960s because I'm like, okay, maybe I won't go see Jesus. I go see Jesus. My life has changed. It's <laughs> a whole really, different layer. You really want to be Jesus though? Let's talk about Jesus. I, your life I, right I, now, you feel so. Yes, I do want to meet Jesus in my life. Okay. Right now, I, you, you feel so. He gonna be happy to see you. He's like, hey, for the yes, I see your yes, I see your my life child. So Hello. Uh, <laughs> I mean? think we need some more growing. No. Well, no back, to, back to the James Brown thing. I I feel you on the James Brown comment. You know, great to perform, but is the in your face racism worth that concert? Yep. Yes, not for, me. not for me. Not for me. Guess what? The in your racism is not at the James Brown concert. When I leave that facility, yeah, that's something totally different. But when I'm here, when I'm in this, I will yeah. find you gotta get there. Sir, this in your face racism that you deal with right now. Guess what? No, 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 no. Nowadays, it's not in your face as much as you think it is. It's very subtle. The more it's still there, it's very subtle, but not like how old back in the day. But it's, it's way worse back in the day. The big thing that kind of gets me about going back in time. The community was so much different back in the day. You know about you going to a black event, you had a black event. So you were surrounded by you, and it's real, like real, like for real. This is like HBCU everywhere. When we talk about them type of events. I, I'm down with it. My only thing, like thinking about going back in time, is literally the logistics. So, like, if I have to buy a ticket, I have to go to this one place and wait in this super long line and keep my ticket. And then if I want to call <laughs> Tom or Javon, I have to find a payphone and have 25 cents and be like, hey, so let me get like that kind of stuff. I'm like, I don't know. Because so, so you go back and get frustrated. No, too not too it's not accessible. Like how it is right now, I can literally call y'all. I can text you. Like literally, I have Google Docs on my computer. Back in the day, you ain't got none of that. Where are you going to eat at? It's not like you like, got fast food places if everywhere. If I can't text you or call you right now, I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to deal with it at okay, all. Okay, so what are you eating? 
What are you eating? Because the food is different back then. The oh, just... I'm not <laughs> no, here. He said, I'm, he said, I'm good. I'm not going back. You go back in time when they had real food before they started putting GMO in everything. Real food where? Where? I don't think. Well, don't yeah, give me I can think I maybe McDonald's, but that's even like a certain place. Like, well, real. Y'all come back. Let me know how it was. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, they got diners everywhere. They got little mom pop diners. They got diners everywhere. And so you willing to get cussed out and be called a nigger because that's you want to eat a, a sandwich. If I'm on the black side of town, you're going to eat the diner at the black side of town. You're, you're putting a lot of faith. I'm saying you putting a lot of stock in the black side of town and black people when you exactly. don't like black people and it's also the logistics <laughs> of it i'm sure them blacks are also getting stuff thrown at them as well it's true you don't like black people you don't, you don't so like you gonna go back in the city like hey y'all john turkey what's up like that's what you're we're not gonna act like I, we, I like black people. You don't. Mind, you, mind, you don't mind. You don't. Okay. I like black people. Oh wait, we, wait. We accepted it. Tom, he loves black people now. He's go. He goes to HBCU. All right. Oh, so oh yeah, today. He's, he's, right now, he's now a productive he member of the black society. society now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, 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 the moment he got his two ID, they re, they re, they reissue his black card. Exactly. Sing, leave a single thing. It is living. Hey. Hey. The Upshaws is having like real conversations. Like, I give a problem like on this last season, they had a like one of the main things of the show is the main Kim feels the, the the main mom. She is having an issue with the fact that uh uh, what's his name? Michael, Mike, uh, Michael Epps. Yeah. Mike Epps had had a shy baby on her, right? Yeah. So she has the, the situation of the episode is she has to go get her hair done. Now the girl, the side chick, she owns a salon, so she she has she she try to make an appointment. She don't want to go to the side chick, but she need to get her hair done, so she end up having to go to the side chick to get her hair done. So the whole time, the side chick is trying to be cordial. She's trying to be professional. And Kim Fields is just giving her attitude, attitude, attitude. And the side chick is like, hold on. What are you mad at me about? Your husband came to me. I didn't know nothing about you. Had a kid with me. And you're mad because I want him to be a parent? I'm talking about the upshot? Yeah. And so that, just, that, just that conversation was like, that's a real conversation. And I don't think in any, a lot of times, you're not getting that kind of nuance in a show. Marlon, the Carmichael show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had nuanced so, conversations. So the Carmichael show where we went to two, two settings? And what do you think? They were sitting out on the couch for 20 minutes talking about stuff. <laughs> you know, me and your mama. Yeah, sorry, baby. Yeah, yeah, gay. I, nah, I don't, I don't, like I said, I think the Upshaw... Upshaw's a good show, man. That's a it's a really good show. I'm I think the show. I'm gonna give it another chance. I think it's a good show, but I don't think the location of the show is the reason why it's better than the Carmichael show or something like that. I can't I think, think it's think a better cast. It's a yeah. I, don't know, I, I can't say it. a better cast, man. Kim Fields is way better. Kim Fields is a better 
Cass. Want a shot David Allen Greer? You can't beat David Allen Greer. I, I he beats everybody. Better Cass. I want some better Cass. I feel like the Cass. Want a shot? To me, that's better, even. Who can't have better chemistry? David Allen Greer. Um. So for our, uh, one of our last topics, festival season, everybody is outside. Everybody's on tour. Everybody's having a concert. I saw Rico Nasty. Uh, Ella May is on con- had a concert. Uh, Chris Rock is on tour. Uh, there's a number of people on tour. But the biggest and the best lineup, I think, was announced this past week, Dreamville yep. Festival, April 1st to the 2nd, touching down in Raleigh, North Carolina. That lineup is amazing. It's yep. really good. Um, the top of the bill, headlining night one is Usher. Earth. Usher bringing Vegas to you. He better have the rollerblades. That's all I know. <laughs> I need them. I'm going to bring them because I'm going to finesse my way in the building. I ain't got no tickets yet. And they say all they got is GA and they say they about to go out, but I'm finessing. If anything, I'm going to be yeah. in the city. Hey, I was talking about me and my, I was talking about my wife. I said, hey, what we got? What can we do? How can we figure it out? <laughs> When I get this check, I was I would go to the website and be like, "What you got for me?" I'm gonna get whatever I can like, get. All right, like it got, and then when you talk about it, it's got a great balance of just like okay, you say you got Usher at the top of the bill, then you got okay, you want your ratchet, you got your little dirt, you got your city girl, but then you go okay, we want some real arm, we got some R&B, okay, we got Jesse, we got Sean Paul, legend. You're wait, whoa, whoa, I'm not gonna just let you skip Ari Lennox like that. That was oh, rude. Sorry. No, I'm that sorry. was rude. I'm, they're moving the around. same line as Little Dirk and City Girls. You went to I'm Little Dirk, City Girls, and then you went to Jesse Reyes. You said real R and B and went to Jesse Reyes. Come hey, y'all play Jesse Reyes. You I want to see real R and B. Don't play Jesse Reyes. You're rude. That's rude. Sorry, R. Anyway, I like R. You first of all, I love R. Last album, I think last album was in my top five for album. But you seen one episode of the neighborhood, so don't say you love R. <laughs> sir, we, sir, we had a new, sir, we had a new topic, sir. Don't say you love R. You say you, you don't watch. Hey, like bring that. him back. Bring him back for death. Uh, Plenty of Fish is one of my favorite uh, songs. Uh, I got to go with one question. It's called POS. Song, I got, nigga, you know. Thank you. I just got, I just got one question. Uh, what song is Omen performing? That song he came out with. That freestyle. It's facts. Let's talk about, let's talk about the people we're looking forward to, like Earth Gang. Uh, and Sean Paul. Why stop drinking? You want Savage Mode. Stop drinking. Sean Paul. I mean, that's what I'm calling for. This is what I'm saying. I've been to Dreamville Fest. I've seen the last one on, online. Please. I watched it. I've no. followed all the careers. Yeah, exactly. in no, Dreamville. Stop trying to figure out. I, I, first of all, I've seen the Omen freestyles that he's been doing. They're great. Yeah, change the subject. Change the subject. Because you made me spiteful. Because that's the thing. I you agree because my thing is I wouldn't have put him on the we you're giving him a slot it. slot you're giving him a we slot we don't talk about it because that's his homeboy his loyalty leave him alone leave him alone now if it was like oh Omen presents the production no. or DJ battle or Stifer I would have supported that's his homeboy or he hosts no. the backstage like live uh, stream like he hosts no. the interview people no That'd so you so listen to Omen it's not about what else is about his best, his homeboy is the CEO of the label. Yes or no? Do you listen to him though? Just for the It's record. not about Tom right now. It's not about Tom. I'm about to do the show. Oh, oh so you listen to him. Oh, okay. He don't have enough music to listen okay. to. Okay, so you don't listen to him. He don't got enough music. It's not about me. It's not he's about the, me. The thing about Omen, he's a better. We love Omen. I love his production. 
I love him in the crew. He's a better producer than he is rapper. And hearing the latest stuff, it still stands. It's not because the thing is, where's uh, where's Boss at? I don't see Boss, Boss on, on this list. He on the second day. Oh, okay, second day. Okay, he's snuck. Oh, right, right beside Waka Flocka Flame. It's gonna be Thank great. You. Thank it's you. Gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I even noticed Mario right there too. Mario. Great. Yeah. Oh. Glorilla, JID. Now Summer Walker, I'll probably go to the JID stage. But <laughs> Baby Tate, you know, I'll be in the building for her. No. You know Summer Walker? I'm not. That last, that last album was not it. I like certain songs, but my thing is I'm not staying and dealing with a summer walker performance i will listen to the album i will listen to the songs but i'm not watching this girl get on the stage and look at me awkward i'm good i'm very, the one thing i have a question for is okay I, is burner boy closing or is Cole and drake closing because the way they got it on a poster it makes it almost look like burner boy's closing to me big at the bottom with Burner Boy, like Burner Boy guys do his own thing. So I feel like Burner Boy is definitely coming out before Drake and J. Cole and Drake. Okay. Like I think it's gonna be Summer Walker, J.I.D., Burner Boy when he show up, if he show up, and he gonna do like four or five songs, and J. Cole and Drake gonna shut it down because I highly doubt Jay, I highly doubt J. Cole don't close out his own festival. I highly doubt You're right. And my thing is too with J. Cole and Drake. Now, how's this gonna be? Because I'm thinking like I kind of thought of like Drake and uh, how Drake and Kanye did, how they did like back and forth on stage together. It's a lot of verses. You do, they do a lot of verses. That, hey, (laughs) I'll take it. I I thought that at first, but I was like, let me lower my expectations because that's what I want. That's what it'd be great. If they said versus presents J. Cole and Drake, I'd be like, (laughs) I'm in the building. I'm outside. I will sit outside and listen to that. Okay. Cause, cause Cole, Cole got them. Cole got the hits. Got the hits. But thing about Cole is that, and Drake song selection. But having song, them two yeah. on the same stage, it's it's. I'm excited. And you know, especially it's so funny. Like that energy is going to just be crazy of just mm-hmm. them two playing off each other. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I then, like. And then, and then what I like also about verses where they move more towards performing. Before in the beginning, we'll do the song for song. You play a song, I play a song. But towards the end, they're more like, we're going to perform this stuff back and forth. And the way J. Cole performed, the way Drake performed, it's going to be crazy in their ring. Like, they do that back and forth. Their performance styles, it's going to be crazy in there. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a moment. Because especially what makes me more excited is that Drake is going to be there with J. Cole. So, I mean, Drake does have to have a level of maturity. Oh, you can't phone it in. He okay, it in. exactly. You can't, you can't you finesse this. Okay, this is not, if they said Drake in 21 Savage, I'd probably have been like, I'm going to see it, but it's like, it ain't the same when they say J. Cole and Drake. Fidel really excited because the lights getting twin power is going to be activated. We're going to be in the building. We're going to be in the building. We just saw Usher the like, night before. They're going to be like, uh, uh, Usher yesterday. So all the light skin niggas to the front, light skin to the front now. I feel you today. It looks like night two is light skin day because you got Glorilla, <laughs> you got Summer Walker, Flocka. Hey, you right, bro. Now bosses, boss and Mario, now, they a little more now, chocolate. Now let's. I want to go. I want to go real quick. I want to go bigger picture with this. Talk about this Dreamville Fest compared to like when we talk about festivals as a whole, and just talk about like the bigness of it. Like you know, we got what's the. Uh, Coachella, we know how big Coachella is. Coachella is massive. 
We know how big uh what's the other one Walter Hood Stop niggas boys. go to? Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. To me, this puts this puts uh this this is a step up where now you really have like we like start ranking like festivals and we really start talking about like business and production and show showmanship and just putting on a, a show. We gotta start really talking about Cole and what he's doing on that business side. It I sounds think, like we... <laughs> you need to start talking about this stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I, 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 I acknowledge it. I've been acknowledging it. But I don't think the industry acknowledges it. But the industry ain't here. And the industry don't care. Like, it's not... Because the thing is, too, but you I mean, talk about these festivals... Jacob don't care about the industry. He's not doing it for the industry. Is that Because we talk about these festivals. Southwest, Southwest by Southwest is, is so much bigger than I thought it was. They got their own like city, multiple weeks, all it these other stages, huge. the yeah. money that go in there. And I'm just like, I didn't know y'all was out here doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't think I, I it was like Texas. that. I lived in Texas right there by Austin. And like, the, the, how, I didn't realize back in West Coast, I moved to Texas. I realized like, it's like a real thing. Now, comparing Dreamville to some of these other festivals, I think it's up there. Like, right now, like, I'm looking at one music fest. They got uh, from, the eighth through the ninth, one music fest. You got Little Baby, Jasmine Sullivan, Rick Ross, Gucci Mane, and Jeezy at the top of the bill. That's a great bill. That's a yeah. Jasmine Sullivan and Jeezy, Rick Ross, and Gucci Mane on the same mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. Then you got Ja Rule, Ashanti, Sean Paul gonna be there, City Girls, Chloe, Jagged Edge, Blue, Lupe Fiasco, and Larry June. Now, Blue and Dean. Lupe, but- Lupe still. Uh- no, he's very oh. active. No, I was no, no shade. I was really thought he, he stopped doing music. I was just wondering. Oh my god, I'm gonna get a lot. I'm gonna get out of there. Uh, Maya Division, Saucy Santana, Mariba, A Marie, A Marie. I hope you actually come because I was looking forward to you. Hey, Marie, wait, wait, where you see that lineup at? I think that's last year's lineup. I'm on the site. I'm on, I'm on the website right now. It says lineup, lineup to be announced. Let me go. Uh-oh. 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 But that's exclusive. But I got the exclusive. Oh, I thought it was this year. No, I think it's last year's lineup. Because the thing is, I went on the site earlier, like this week, and it did not say 2023 dates to be announced. That's why I was like, oh, this is it. Okay. Yeah. That was like, but even even from that last year, that's a solid yeah, bill. Like it. Maya, A. Marie, Lupe Fiasco, and then they had like a yeah. whole bunch of other people, like Rich Homie, Quan, Juvenile. Now Lauren Hill, I don't trust that one. Uh, speaking of Lauren Hill, going to the Roots picnic. That now this is current. <laughs> Miss Lauren Hill <laughs> is headlining one of the nights. Yeah, along but with I mean, also Diddy with and the Roots picnic. But also with the Roots picnic, they do like podcasts. They do like a whole. It's like a whole different. They got comedy yeah. specials there at the Roots Picnic. So it's like a, they're doing like a curate a whole different type of different events and stuff like that. Yeah. So you got Diddy in the Roots. You got Little Uzi. Dave Chappelle's going to be on Friday night. Now that's not included. That's part of the Roots Picnic celebration. But when you buy your <laughs> ticket, his ticket included. will not be included. Um, Ari Lennox, Sid, Glorilla, Maverick City, City Girls, E, Buster Rhymes, Division, Saucy Santana, Isley Brothers. Mary Mary, Coco Jones. Now, this Roots Picnic is a little different because you got a uh, backyard band and Rare Essence got the go-go there. State Property Reunion. And they say Petey Crack, Crack Name is on the poster. Uh, 
Young Gun's name is on the poster. Freeway will be in the Benny Siegel, uh, Ashino and Spark. Sorry, guys. Their name is on the poster. State property mm. will be there. So I'm excited mm. for that. Now, are they bringing out Jay-Z? No? Okay. No. He's not. Uh, he will not be there. He's not. They cannot afford him. If Freeway call, he he he'll come. Do they even get a they number? I think so. Do, do, do Freeway have his number? They, they get, do a video. They text. They, they, they do a video uh, calling. No, you, you did my Mrs. Bleak. Not on my Freeway. You did my Mrs. Bleak. <laughs> they text. They got to, right? Mrs. Bleak still got his phone number. I don't know about Freeway. Uh, little brother is also going to be there. Shout out to uh Carolina podcast stage. You got Charlemagne, DJ Academics, Angela Yee. Them first three, I'm not excited about. Sorry, guys. Um, Quest Love, hey, Tyler Quali. Speaking of uh, Charlamagne the guy, this is random thought. Is it is it weird that I feel as though the Breakfast Club didn't really miss anything when he was being gone? That is, you're really off basis. You're really off basis right now. I, so you said Charlamagne the guy. I want to throw that in there for a second. I'm sorry. No, but we're talking about festivals. Okay, okay. I apologize. I'll be quiet. I didn't. The thing is, I've been tuned out for the Breakfast Club for a while, even when Angela Yee was on there. Oh, but man, her just... leaving, they need a solid third host. That's what I say. If they had got, if they keep Amanda Seals, uh, even Jason. Well, Justin Lee, the mess is pretty good. Justin the mess is pretty good on there. She's got. I take her on there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have right a love hate relationship with her right now. If they get a solid host, I'll take it. Like I, they can keep going. But if not, because I already—that's the thing about the Breakfast Club. It was them too who I was kind of over. Like when really? Angela Yee was there, yeah. Like Charlemagne, he at one point he was maturing, and even the comments he would make, he would have logic and facts and stuff to back it up. But it seemed like he just kind of. He played the role, but he just doubled down on all the other stuff. Like he like they them two like being like big kids in the room, other than rather than you know mature journal. Not even I'm not even expecting to be journalists, and maybe that's my expectations. But for how yeah, much they seen, as much they did, I thought they would do a little bit more than just hey six nine, hey hey how you doing Kodak Black? Like I'm good, man. <laughs> I said, I feel like it's a good balance. Like, yeah, they, they have their moments where they play around, joking around, stuff like that. But if they care about who they're speaking with, it's a good interview. I'm going to say that. If they, they care about who they're talking to. The thing is, too, even with DJ Envy, like, the thing that annoys me about DJ Envy, because DJ Envy just asks, hey, so you made an album. Tell me about album. What's an album? Oh, okay. How's the album made? Well, like, he just, know and that's what I don't care it. for. I don't care for that. Like, it's just when it's not balanced or you have a really good person, now I just got you asking about what everything. Oh, a movie? So, how long is your movie? And when did you make the movie? Oh, who was at the movie? Like, I'm good, man. I'm good. What? No, to me, like I said, they got to me, like, and then I'm, to me, a part of a good interview process is who you're interviewing. And they, they interview. To be interviewing the right people, like I'm looking at the last three or four interviews. They got Don Tolliver, of course. He just released the album, so they're interviewing him. They're interviewing. First of all, that's a good album. They're interviewing like. <laughs> Do- I feel like Fidel's mad that we changed the subject. Let's go back to the subject. Right. I feel like Fidel's mad. That we're I'm doctors. not mad. Stop assuming. I apologize. I apologize. Because if I was mad, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. 
<laughs> okay. He's not, he's, not, he's not really mad though. It's well, I'm telling you, I'm not mad. That, the I, more you say you're not mad, the more you seem mad. No, I'm getting mad because you are being annoying right now and you keep going and you won't stop. <laughs> That's what's making me mad. <laughs> That's what's making me mad. <laughs> Stephanie Mills, I, I saw some of that. I didn't watch the whole thing. I think that was no, a better one. But even the people that are interviewing, like they're not interviewing nobody good. Don Tolliver, I don't care. I don't. That makes sense to interview him. I didn't say it won't make sense. I'm saying a good interview. I don't, I'm not, when I see Breakfast Club interviews Don Tolliver, I'm not running to YouTube. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, when I get that notification, I'm not like, oh yeah, let's go, let's go watch that. I mean, <laughs> no. So, in your opinion, what do they need to do? What would, you, what would you like? What do you think they need to do better, or what do you think they're not doing? I think they need to get somebody to hold them accountable on the show. One, because that's the thing I don't like is when they just start saying random stuff that it's not true, and they go with it or stuff that's like not stereotypical, but like rooting like the shade room, like rumors and all that stuff. And you you're taking it as this, um, even though sometimes they get in their man bag and they like, well, men and men and men. I'm like, there ain't nobody checking you on this. What did I say you watch the Breakfast Club interview? What are you saying? What I haven't seen them in, in, a in a long time. You must have been a long time since you watched the Breakfast Club. I'm, I'm not sure what you're talking see. about. Uh, let me see what I, I've, I've been watching rumor reports. And I, I was like, it's called the rumor report. It's not like that's, that's a part of the show. I understand that. So when you're when you get to your uh, misogynistic comments on the rumor report, is that should that just go <laughs> on? That should just be fine. Should we not say anything? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, like, what, what, what was the misogynistic comment? What was the misogynistic I would like, need like to see like the. I need like I need examples. I need like. Well, I don't have the transcripts of the Breakfast Club, guys. I don't. Okay. See that? That's, that's, DJ, that's DJ Envy right there. Oh, well, what? Get, can you give us a readout of exactly what they said and when? Like, no, I don't. You know what I'm talking about, though. I don't. I really don't. So, they, so DJ Envy and Charlemagne don't make misogynistic comments at times. I, I, I don't know. That's far fetched. That's far fetched. I, I I'll say this: It's been moments and times where they've had said it, but in general, like throughout the whole Breakfast Club existence, I guess yeah, <laughs> women do it, men do it. Like I'm not saying like that's what they talk about. I'm just saying women at one point in time they might categorize all women based on their experience, or a woman might categorize all men based on their experience. I, I feel that because I feel there's nothing really missing no energy being gone. But I did like it when Destiny Mills was on there. I feel like it was a good fit. What she was running, and also when poor moms was on there, I like poor moms. Those girls, I like them good a lot. So I feel they have good energy. I think that was a good fit too when they was running. Right. They, they, they probably gonna, I think they're fine. Ray J was funny. Too. No, I'll, Ray, Ray J, Ray J gonna be Ray J no matter where he goes. So I think that's he a buffoon. He's straight buffoonery. And I'm cool. That's the thing. Ray J is on brand. He's funny. I'm cool with that. I like it. He's on brand. He's doing what he's doing. I'd rather have right. him on the show. He's definitely on brand. He's definitely on brand. That man, he's a. Some, some they just need like, somebody to balance them out, especially if they're not going to elevate their game. Like they're not. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I agree. Because I'm that. trying, cause especially how long they've been in the game. I'm trying to think of some other podcasts that really, like even Amanda Seals, her podcast is solid. Like even the stuff she'd be talking about, even um, even if they were just more funny, like even Jesus Amaro, 
Like Jesus Amaro die at their podcast oh, all the time. They're oh, not even as funny oh, as them. That, but now we're talking about things that don't exist anymore. So now we know. Oh, I'm talking about personalities and past podcasts. Things. Also, those, those people are actually like they're funnier people in general. They don't have nothing to do to me. They don't have nothing to do with the actual platform. That just they they are funnier themselves. That's a different. Yeah, and that's what I want I, a better I, quality product. That's what I, I, mean, I don't think. I don't think Breakfast <laughs> Club is looking to be funny. I think it's looking to be funny at times, but I don't think that's not their main objective. Well, if they're not going to be funny, they can speak more knowledgeably about what they're talking about. Then, I think <laughs> that's what, what I mean, would. about Breakfast Club, one thing about Breakfast Club, I can agree on. It depends on who they're interviewing. If they care about the person they're interviewing, then it's going to be a great show. If they really don't care about the person, you can tell. And the show don't normally have that same level of, you know, as if they care about the person they was interviewing. Because you tell they don't do research. And if they can't, well, like so if people. they care, if yeah. they if Master P came in there, they they'll do a little bit of research. And even then, they're not even doing as enough research as I will want them to. They'll be like, oh, just just Larry said you didn't pay her. Or uh Romeo said you didn't pay him. So let us know. I'm like, let's talk about something else. Like, let's talk about the career. But, that, but, but that's doing. why you're on the show. Though. But, but I understand show, it because that's literally what you come on the show for. You didn't come yeah. on the show to talk about your career. You can't. The only reason Master P was on the show the is the about what literally just happened. He didn't come on the yeah. show because he was scheduled to come on the show. He came on the show. Literally, Master P called them and said, "Hey, I want to come on the show." And he, they said, "Okay." So he came on the show because he wanted to talk about what was going on. And that's why I want a better quality product. Because when Master P <laughs> comes on the show, I want them to talk more knowledgeably about his career and what he's doing and what he think on the game and his all his business deals. But I don't want to watch the Breakfast but, but Club. Also, you gotta if that's what the interviewer is coming to talk about, that's what the interviewer is coming to talk about. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying for Fidel being the listener and the watcher, I don't want to watch yeah. that. I don't want to listen to that. I want to listen to Master P talk about, oh, all these business deals that he done and the impact of them. And he's done that before. I'm not saying he never done that before, but I'm not listening to the Breakfast Club to hear about three niggas talk about mess. Chatty patties. That's what it is. I don't want to hear it. No, I, I, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I need to go and listen to more shows other than Rumor Report. It's just when I see stuff, I'm not, when I click play, I'm not, I'm not, attention is not kept. I'm, I hear stuff that, I, that makes me, why, reasons why I stopped listening to the Brexit Club like I used to. That's my whole thing. Um, yeah, I was going to go into the other festivals, but we've taken great amount of time talking about the breakfast club and their uh their history and their their outlook and their you know their impact to the culture um this has been a really great pod i really appreciate uh my two dear friends being here on the pod is there any last words last thoughts um plug the music out let's just mute music like what I, i'm enjoying the Tyler album logic album just dropped it's pretty good I got it in the queue, but I never press play. <laughs> it ain't never get in the queue. It ain't never press a play. Uh, I, 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 I already pressed play on stupid Macklemore today. Uh, Nick Minaj album. I uh, Nick Minaj got a new single today. I listened to it. It's, it's a Nick Minaj song. It is what it is. Um, 
you know, I'm 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 not sure if I'm late or not. But you know, I had a good album, and I'm pretty sure I am late. I probably listened to it the other day. Kendrick Lamar last album was really good. <laughs> I'm coming out there. I'm coming out there. Hey really man, just say you old. Just say I'm old. My name is Hello. My name well, is Tom. I'm, I'm, I'm old. That, well, in my defense, I'm not that big of a Kendrick Lamar in the first place. And I was oh, that's it up fine. And put it on. And I put it on. I was like, wow, that's really good. Just the, one of the biggest albums to come out last year. You just didn't care to press play on. <laughs> no, John, thanks for thanks for sharing that few new music that you shared with us. Tom, do you have any last words? Uh, no, nah, man, I appreciate the invite. Um, I'll hopefully we do this again. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Because <laughs> the thing I tell you guys, PSA, they don't respect the platform. They don't respect the product. They just talk over you. They bring up topics that's not on the list. And then they say, hey, new music. And they say, well, Nicki Minaj, it was all right. Then they don't say no other stuff. And this guy brought up an album from two years ago, and they don't, we like, no, we have a product here. Yeah, There's a way to do stuff. I said I'll do better next time. I thought it was great. I'll be a next time. I'll do better next time. I'll be a next time. Give me one more chance. I'll be better. No. No, no, Biggie, no, no more, Biggie. Don't quit, Biggie. <laughs> Biggie out gave you too many chances. You can't get no more. They gave Biggie a lot too many chances. That's the problem. They gave Biggie too many chances. Little Kim gave him too many chances. Faith Evans gave him too many chances. They gave him too many chances because he was wild. He was a really wild boy. They let him do whatever. Yeah. Hey man, we hey. the top of the food chain, man. You do what you want, I guess. Yeah, hey. see what Pac did. He's ain't, ain't no telling that women in your system. <laughs> sad, sad. Um, thank y'all everybody for listening. Last word, y'all just stay prayed up. It's it's a lot going on that side. Uh, just stay 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 prayed up. Um, I love these two. I know you hear all the shenanigans. Um, yes, I was I'm over Tom and I'm over you know life, but we're here. <laughs> we're good. We're happy. Um, pods. The schedule says a pod to be out once a week. Uh, they might not always be live. It might be some solos. It might be shorter or longer, but I am the consistency. It is hitting on me. And there's things to talk about. This We have a platform. I want to talk about some things, um, even just get the conversation going. There'll be some more guests. There'll be some fun stuff, some surprises. Um, but if anything, y'all just keep listening. Thank y'all and God bless.